0: today we're doing a little more of the recent events news of note uh we talk about little covid stuff a little war stuff with ukraine mm-hmm. and israel uh we talk about uh a couple other things and um of recent events and uh, i think we will uh, you'll enjoy the show
1: yep sounds good guys hope you enjoy it
0: welcome back everybody and welcome to mishmash men i am your host today Uh, I'll be uh, leading the discussion, and I am Adam Mauser, and my co-host, partner in crime, is to my right,
1: Dustin Labar. Hello.
0: (laughs) So uh, I hope uh, you enjoyed last week's episode.
1: And you had a Merry Christmas.
0: Yes. Um, So today is the day after Christmas, um, and I know Dusty and I look a lot like we did last week, yep. but we... Uh,
1: we like these clothes.
0: I really love this pullover. Yeah. It's fantastic. But hope you, you did have a great Christmas, and you're getting excited about New Year's.
1: Oh, yeah. New Year's is coming up, too. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's maybe, usually what happens.
0: Maybe we should have some uh, New Year's resolutions that we post somewhere. Okay. Like Man, a, I could have done a whole episode on that.
1: Um, on New Year's resolutions?
0: Yeah. Mm. Maybe we'll do it for the week after. I love it. Yeah, that's a good idea. We'll come,
1: for just the podcast, though, just, just me and you. Yeah, I like it. Let's do it.
0: Yeah. And Dusty and I have been talking about a couple of guests, one or two guests that we might have in the next few uh, months. Uh, hopefully, sooner than that. Uh, that we uh, just to expose you to you know different uh, different folks of different uh, walks of life and um, and see how things are going. So, uh, so this week it's more like I did the last time I did the podcast, and that was news of note uh, or recent happenings. I think the way Abby, inter- the intern, uh, coined it. Um, but um, so w- one of the biggest topics um, of late has been uh, President Zelensky of Ukraine coming over and getting more money. Yeah, that was a couple weeks ago when he came over asking for more millions of dollars.
1: Yeah, he asked for more millions, and they said no, and then he asked for credit. Right. Which is worse.
0: It is much worse. I mean, it's not very good. Well, it's the question is, the way we do our monetary policy is such that it's essentially credit anyway. It's not yeah. really just fake.
1: They're not just giving him, like, cash. Right. Like, they're not just like, here's a bag of cash. Um, I also, I think we might have talked about this. So if I said this already, I apologize. But I think they that his troops were, like, being like, hey, we don't want to do this anymore. And he was like, we don't care how many are going to die. Right. We need to get them out there and fight. And they were like, but. Do we need to do that? I did hear somebody say recently that um the world how do I don't wanna say this? It's not like a negative. I guess it's a negative depends on how you look at it. Like they're talking about a treaty ultimately. Right. But they're saying the world is going to have to be okay with the fact that Russia is going to seize some territory. Right. Is basically what the what the guy was saying.
0: Yeah, so. and Putin actually spoke on that recently, um, where he's ready to start talking peace soon. Yeah. Um,
1: I think he's done enough where he thinks he's going to get some of the territory back. Yeah. And he's done what he wanted to do in terms of pushing NATO, like getting Ukraine, like not letting Ukraine become a partner or a a NATO partner. Yeah. I think that was, you know, obviously part of the the equation as well.
0: Right. The interesting part is that part of Ukraine that he is uh, been focusing on Mm -hmm. is a, it's a part of Ukraine that. Speaks Russian. They identify as Russian.
1: Yeah, it's mostly Russian people. Yeah, it's Russian it's for people. All, for all intents and purposes. Right. Intents and purposes. Intents
0: and purposes. Yes. Okay. And then uh, that's the interesting part. And it, But he's also hit other areas, um, other areas that include uh, where the U.S. was funding biomedical research. Mm-hmm. Uh, which at first was denied by the State Department and then called crazy conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. and then it turns out, oh yeah, th- this tacit admission. Usually on a Friday yeah. night, they dump the news, yeah, and they admit it, and that's exactly what happened there.
1: Yep. Did you? I don't know why this popped in my head. Did you see where Candace Owens? Uh, it was probably maybe a year ago now at this point, where she blew up the New York Times, mm. where they she had said something about um, that people in or not people, but Ukraine had like some they were corrupt and. Had some, oh, yeah, like you know, they were like, Nazis are probably in Ukraine, yeah. And the New York Times was like, How dare you? Where are you getting your research? And she tweeted back several of their articles yes. in the past several years where they were like, Ukraine is corrupt and full of Nazis, and right. they were like, So you may want to, you may want to fact check yourself before you come after me. I just thought that was funny because that really was. Um, that was like a real thing. Like everybody was like, yeah, Ukraine." you, I mean the Nazi thing aside, everybody was like, Ukraine is very corrupt. Yeah. I mean, you can't really put money there. I think we talked about that one time. Like we did a couple weeks ago,
0: as a matter of fact, um, they, you know, they were, the corporate media was, was rightly pointing out at the time that they are corrupted by Nazism. That's where a lot of the, uh, German Nazis escaped to after post-World War II Mm -hmm. into that area of Ukraine. And a lot of their elite forces, a lot of their traditional forces mm-hmm. that are fighting against uh, Putin's Russia, um, they have Nazi symbology all over their uniforms, all over their vehicles, mm-hmm. their uh, military equipment. So yeah, yeah, you, know, you can you can try to close your eyes to it, but yeah. And this is that goes back to those accusations that uh, the New York people, like the New York Times, were making was mm-hmm. when we were demanding regime change in Ukraine, right, to install our favored, our is in. The World Economic Forum and the U.S. Yeah, installed our guy. Yeah, uh, and so we basically sponsored a coup mm-hmm. to get that guy in charge. Right. So, it's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. So, uh, so Ukraine that's still just kind of festering along. There could be some peace talks in a few months. Who knows? Um, it's
1: definitely lost its steam. In America,
0: oh yeah. yeah, no more. Very few Ukraine flags on Facebook. Yeah.
1: Yeah. People are people are slowly losing their interest in it, which I, mean, I think Putin called. He was like, "You guys are going to lose interest in this." Yeah, and we were like, "Nah," and they were like, "Yeah, we're we're pretty tired of it." There's also something else going on over there, so we're yeah we're totally focused on something else now.
0: Here's the uh, another shiny penny. Yeah, that's right. And and one more thing on Ukraine. You recall, uh, man, what, how long ago was that? Within the past two months, let's say, uh, there was a leakage of. A top secret document that listed the true casualties from Ukraine and oh Russia. Boy, I haven't heard about this. And so it was like so the estimates at the time anyway were like, oh, Ukraine's lost seventy five thousand troops yeah. and those Russians they're like a hundred and seventy five thousand whatever the yeah, numbers yeah. were, but it was proportionally about the same. Yeah. Well, it turns out according to this top secret documentation that some uh Air Force guardsmen got busted for, yeah. Uh for leaking it and putting it out there. Uh the numbers were north of two hundred thousand for Ukraine losses, and the Russians were much, much smaller than what they were yeah. saying. So, uh, so who knows what the truth is? The truth will eventually will come out. Mm-hmm. But uh,
1: I listened to a guy—I forget his name now. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Laura hates when I say that, but he was. It seems like a smart guy. Um, I can't remember his name. Uh, Zihan, Peter Zihan.
0: Oh yeah, was yeah. With
1: him. He uh, he said, and he turned it out. I've heard multiple people say it after him, but he was like, "Yeah, in in the history, Russia just wins by people. Yeah, like it just has more people than you, so it can throw all these people out there, and you just can't handle it. Right. So it's too many, which is pretty much the reality. I mean, I mean, f- even you know, it's probably proportionally like terrible in Ukraine's favor, obviously, but they could keep just they could just keep this going, and Ukraine can't keep it up. They don't have enough bodies, and they don't have enough people, and and uh, fighting age men and
0: Right. Well, they have, Russia also has, um, you know, uh, their military equipment at at large. This is a a generalization, but the, the, during the, especially during the USSR days, uh, uh, pre-Russian Federation, um, their equipment was cheap, easy to produce. Any one of their satellite nations could produce it. Yeah. And, uh, but they would just overwhelm you with numbers. Like their fighters weren't the most elaborate, but... They are good at uh, several things, the Russians, just by their nature, just the, you know, the, the, the population. And they're good at um, software, really good at software, because they're, they're math people. Yeah, I gotcha. And so, and math and software, rather, is just logic uh, applied to a certain language. Yeah, I gotcha. And so they're very good at it. Um, and so they're good at, at things that involve software, which is most things these days. And so, uh, so anyway, that's uh, like that involves like radar, very sophisticated systems, yeah. um, and uh, anti-aircraft type weaponry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, all those types of sensors that you develop you use software to to mechanize them. Yeah. So interesting. So, uh, so we've got Ukraine and Israel just has kind of they've fizzled.
1: Really, they've really, what you said, Ukraine and Israel.
0: No, no, just Israel. You know, this war in Israel that's just kind of like. We're all waiting oh, for something happens. to happen, yeah. either like some kind of deal, or yeah. is it going to erupt in some kind of uh, huge battle? Yeah, uh, and and fighting war, and it just continues to kind of fester. And I I haven't seen a whole lot on it. I haven't actively looked, uh, but just the you know the the unseen hand that I'm talking about now is there's not a whole lot of news coming out of that Israel other than the protests that we see in the U.S. Yeah, we're on college campuses a lot of pro-palestinian uh, protests are happening yeah which is just interesting
1: um the most I've heard about it so I I said the other day or the other day weeks
0: ago weeks ago yeah had to been weeks
1: um I said to you oh I think there's a ceasefire and you said I think that's over and I was like oh I just heard about that I don't I can't believe that's true and then I, I, I mean we left the podcast and the first thing when I opened my phone up was like they were already shooting at each other and I was like oh Adam was Adam was spot on. I was wrong. So they obviously they broke that. There was some humanitarian aid in and stuff like that. But I guess a lot of people have been putting pushing for peace. And I guess like, like Israel's like destroying them. It's not like it's close. Right. Like, I think that they're overwhelming them. So I don't know exactly know. I mean, what's going to happen? You know, yeah,
0: I don't either. I mean, I, mean, I think they're going to contain that yeah. mess uh, that's in the um, Gaza Strip. Yeah. Uh, which is basically an open air prison, yeah, that's, that's right. really what it is.
1: You just occupy
0: going in there to occupy would be difficult because you gotta take every square inch. That's the trouble with an invasion you yeah. have to you have to subdue the enemy, and when they're so decentralized, yeah, I gotcha uh it's hard to do uh unless um they're already restricted in what they can do to defend themselves like weapons, yeah yeah. Uh, yeah that's one of the reasons why we were not an ideal candidate for invasion during World War II yeah. or in any time is because we are armed. We're armed to, we have more weapons as individuals yeah. as citizens yeah, than the whole world. Yeah. And so you'd have to, uh, yeah. I think Hitler said uh, you'd, there'd be a, a gunman behind every blade of grass Yeah, and, yeah, he's, yeah. and he's right.
1: Yeah. 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 It, it would be difficult to invade us. I mean, oh, for yeah. a lot of reasons that being a huge part of it. Right. That you, you know, you roll up to a farm in Alabama and you're like, Oh yeah, this guy's got, This guy's got stuff. Yeah. We're in trouble. Um, The protests are interesting. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to like, there's certain, you know, people listen to this. I don't want to say anything. that's like, there's people protesting for Palestine, which is like the people that are protesting and the signs that they're writing are almost funny. They are funny. Because you're like, well, you don't even know. You you clearly have no idea what's going on over there. And like the, like, you know, when something like this happens you look to stand up comedians because yeah. they, they have like the always the best take on stuff right because they can deliver it in like a less than like it's a it's an easy way to take the information cuz they're making a joke out of it but like some of the guys that are listening to you're like you should go over there right and see how it go like see what they think of you yeah and, and they probably don't care that you're cheering for them
0: right and uh they they might kill they you they probably will kill you yeah
1: and so that, and that's the reality well part of it is I think it's not part of it. It's probably complete uneducation of what's actually going on. It, you're just 100%. you're just grabbing an idea and thinking that you're going to get the most social credit for saying it, so you say it, but you really don't have any idea what those like, what those people are going through on either side. You don't have really any idea. So, it's a wild thing that the college campuses are. I'm glad they're posting that stuff on the news. Really, yeah. Like the the, like I think it's better for us. I'm speaking to sane people. That they post that stuff because you can see how wild it is.
0: Right, and, so and just over the top.
1: Yeah, because it's, I think it's going to enact some kind of change eventually in uh, higher learning institutions because right now it's just wild.
0: They seem to be just um, producers of uh, concentrated propaganda.
1: Yeah. That's why I like listening to, uh, what's the guy's name, Weinstein? Brett Weinstein. That got in trouble. Yeah. Because he was like, yeah, I'm coming to work. I mean, I'm coming to work. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, you can't. He was like, well, I'm going to... I'm going to show up anyway. Yeah. You can't stop me. And they were like, you're, and they, you know, they, they, they raked him over the coals, but he was, you can tell he's very intelligent, not any kind of bigot. Right. Just a normal, just a critical thinker. Just a critical thinker. Um, But you need people like that yeah. to kind of, cause when you listen to him, you're like, oh yeah, why can't you go to work? <laughs> right. You can go to work. Um, But I think more people like that and more things, I think they, they're showing it for a reason, but I think the reason that they're showing it is not working in their favor. Because people that are actually know what's going on, they're like, "Well, that doesn't make any sense. Why would those people hold signs like that? They know that that's not the way things work in the Middle East. You know, that's you know what I mean."
0: I think it's just that we are all subject to um, a a barrage of propaganda. Yeah, and it's you know it's clear that these different factions, including people like you and me, yeah, we are we take our opinions based off of the propaganda that we've. Held. Yeah. And we, it fits in our narrative and, and we want it to be true. So then we, um, we support that cause, even though it might be counter if we were to think at it of it critically, yeah. but that group over there, we don't like that group over there because maybe
1: they cough too much,
0: they cough too much, or <laughs> they, they have chosen positions that I find antithetical to, uh, to family, uh, integrity. Yeah. And so. I don't like that group already, and now they are pro X, Israel yeah. Palestine. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And so then it's and if they're rabid, then it's easy for us to just hate on them. And then likewise, we're saying the same things. Yeah. Um. And they're like, oh, you know, you don't understand, and it just becomes this thing. It's almost as if, it's almost as if we are being manipulated. Yeah. Purposely for a reason. Mm-hmm. I think we are. Uh, what that reason is, I'm not going to share. I have my opinions, and I'm gonna keep them to myself for now, anyway, mm-hmm. but I think it's for a reason, and it's I think it's to distract, yeah, there's a deeper set of sub you know reasons that engulf a larger uh effort mm-hmm. uh but for now, I'll just say it's to distract us mm-hmm. from what we should be paying attention to mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you so uh so at any rate uh so Israel that continues to just fester, yeah, uh, it's on low summer right now uh there are a lot of issues with um hostages getting released and that sort yeah. of thing. And it's heartbreaking. Um, you they, know,
1: they did do some, they did do some trading of hostages and yeah. some stuff like that, but it looks like, uh, it's not fast enough. Though. Yeah, It's not fast enough.
0: No, no. it's just, it's a mess. It's, uh, yeah. Um, but it's the leverage that the Palestinians think they have. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to apply that leverage. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so a quick change of topic. you recall that chiefs fan, um, can little kid
1: you, can you um it was a young kid right and he had his face painted black and red correct correct and he was at a chiefs game right where I don't know sixty thousand people are also you know maybe not sixty thousand but
0: it's it's like they that stadium holds like eighty thousand i mean like yeah. there's
1: probably like maybe ten thousand people that have their face painted oh yeah they're all doing the chop yeah as they're going on the field but this this young kid he was young right
0: yeah he's like 8, nine, ten.
1: Was he labeled as like a racist or something?
0: He was labeled as a, as a racist. And what happened was this reporter, and I don't remember the reporter's name. It's really immaterial. Uh, the photo that was presented that he was basing his story off of yeah. was a profile view. And if I, if, when you look at his face from the front, it's like half, you know, this half's black and this half's red. Right. In the profile view, all you see is the black. And you see he was wearing a full Indian headdress, like what a chief, Indian chief would wear. Yeah. The Chiefs, yeah, and um, said that you know racism—it's never going to go away in America, blah blah blah. And can you believe this? This little kid and going on and on. Well, it turns out a couple things. One, his face was red and black. Yeah, he was there to cheer on his team. Yep, he's not a uh, you know a racist. He's not an eight-year-old racist. Yeah. No, in fact, he is actually his dad, and I think he by default is a member of some Indian tribe from that area. <laughs> So the kid's literally an Indian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's racist about an, uh, you know, a kid with Indian blood in him? Yeah, Indian, um, cheering for his team, wearing face paint. Yeah, to look like his favorite team. Yep. there's nothing wrong with that.
1: There's not a thing wrong with it. Yeah, that's a weird. That guy must have had nothing going on in his new in his news that week, and he saw that and he was like, I mean, it's a kid.
0: It's that confirmation bias. Yeah. Like, hey, this fits what I want to believe about yeah. America, and so there, I'm going to whole write a whole I story think, on it.
1: I think you could have s- sent me a. Picture of that kid and but like come up with the most nonsense news story about this kid that you can possibly think of like the most nonsense thing. I don't even know if I would have came up with that if I was like, let me think about it for a little bit, yeah. Because it's a ki- first off, it's a kid now, of course, there's people that like you know um, raise their kids a certain way and they may have you know they may do something racist, you know, just you know what I'm talking about, yeah, like, yeah, whatever, but. I mean, if you showed a little bit of background that he's at a football game. Right. If you showed even the tiniest instinct or, like, um, tiniest, like, little bit of information that he's at a football game. You're going to be like, oh, he's.
0: Looks like he's cheering on I mean, if you
1: watch the Titans, there's a bunch of guys with blue and silver painted on their face. I'm like, how dare they?
0: Yeah. You hate the tin man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What are (laughs) you? Are you racist against robots? Is that (laughs) robot face? Like, like, it's just not. I mean, that guy is. He could have. I mean, I'll be honest with you. He could have had his whole face painted black. If he's at a football game, I still would have been like he's a Chiefs fan. Right. He's just painted his face. Right. Uh, so that guy is. Um, that's what I think is what I think is starving for something to like get people to click on your article is what I think it is.
0: That and and that whole confirmation bias business, where this fits the narrative that I want to broadcast. Yeah. So oh, now I'm going to write about it yeah. rather than doing, you know, the easiest investigation ever. Like, well, let me see if there's any other pictures of him. Yeah. Um, and then also assuming that it's a race thing when he, he's actually an Indian.
1: <laughs> Does the term investigative journalist even, is that even a thing anymore?
0: There are some investigative journalists out there doing some good work like James O'Keefe. Um, I don't, you know him, right? Mm-hmm. So James O'Keefe, he got his start years and years ago, maybe about 20 years ago, he was still in college and him and his girl, Hannah Giles, um, he dressed as a, as a pimp. Like an outlandish and an outlandish outfit, and he and Hannah Giles, the girl, um, she dressed as if she were a prostitute, uh-huh. and they literally went into Acorn offices and told outlandish tales and how. And you remember Acorn?
1: The 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 app.
0: No. Oh, okay. So Acorn was a group. Uh, they were a uh, oh man, I can't remember. This is this is uh, got me stymied now. But but. Bottom line is, they were a corrupt organization, and yeah. they were a big a proponent of Obama. Obama was getting a lot of money from Acorn. He was making okay. sure they were getting some kind of federal dollars. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, and they were corrupt. And so he would literally say stuff like, you know, this she's a prostitute, but I want to take some of this money and give it to Acorn. And just like, and they were all about it. And they didn't care that he's got this woman as a prostitute, Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's... You know, he's the independent contractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just uh, take the money. They just yeah, <laughs> took funny. the money and, and support. You know, like, oh, yeah, you're going to support us. And if you were to look at him, he's just like this uh, scrawny white kid dressed as a pimp like you would see in a, a, a black exploitation movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a ridiculous outfit. Yeah. Uh, he also, when he was going to college uh, later on, he is of Irish descent, James mm-hmm. O'Keefe. And he went to the college and university and they served Lucky Charm cereal. And he was uh, making uh, to their diversity um, group mm-hmm. make it a claim that they need to remove Lucky Charm cereal because it's offensive to him as an Irishman.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: And he puts them in these corners where, you know, it's that whole uh, cognitive dissonance where they, mm-hmm. they think this thing about this group over here. But now I'm going to apply that same kind of logic to this group over here. And it. You know, they don't yeah, compute. Yeah, They're yeah, like, well, right. you can't be racist against Irish. Yeah. You're like, and what are you talking about? Have you seen history? Yeah, I mean, yeah. the Irish were slaves just like yeah. uh, Africans were slaves uh, and uh, in the United States. So
1: I know that everybody likes his style, um, but that kind of reminded me of like the way Matt Walsh does it, like the way yeah. he argues. And obviously he is, um, to be fair, like he he is very good at the way he holds a conversation knowing that it's going to be argumentative and can, and can remain overly calm where other people would not be able to remain calm. Right. So he, that, that tips in his favor because as he remains even more calm, that makes the other person get even more infuriated. Right. No matter what. But the way that he's able to like, I think the biggest sign of like a victory in that thing is when you say something to somebody, and they like it's almost like you reset their brain. Yeah, and they have to like reboot the system before they even respond. They're like,
0: <sighs> <laughs> I just can't argue with you. I, you're just are <laughs> a jerk. Say, yeah,
1: I can't even say anything to you, and you're like, Well, I mean, if you think you have a good point, you should argue it. Right. But just calling him an idiot is not the way to. You're not going to win that argument with him doing that. No. You're going to have to have something better.
0: Well, because they're inconsistent. With yeah, their, that's right. Yeah, they're so, inconsistent. And He just points out so those yeah. inconsistencies. But
1: he, he's obviously like. Laura will say, like, looking for a fight, like, essentially, like, looking for a fight. Like, he knows, like, that he's going to go and it's going to have these really tough conversations. Oh, yeah. So it's not a surprise. But it's not a surprise to them either. Yeah. They know that he's, that, you know, a quick Google search. Like, if if he asked you for a interview and you didn't Google search him, that's your fault. Yeah, like it is So your if fault. you have no idea who's coming in and he, like, blindsides you, first off, you should probably, if somebody's coming to have an on-camera talk with you, mm-hmm. I would at least be like... Who is Matt Walsh? And they'd be right. like a, uh, uh, you know, a part of the Daily Wire, blah blah blah. You might be like, YouTube videos I galore. S- I see what's going to happen here. I might be prepared. So that probably didn't happen. They probably Google searched him. What I think happens is these people are so sure they're going to outdo him, yeah, that they're like almost overly confident.
0: 100%. That they're like,
1: I'm going to be able to, t- I'm going to be able to get this guy, yeah. I'm gonna be the guy that ruins his movie. Yeah, and you're just not
0: gonna be because I'm gonna movie. call him ugly or whatever yeah, it is. I'm gonna,
1: yeah, well, they think they're gonna out, like talk out talk him, and you're yeah. like he's he was basically born for this. The way he talks and the yeah. way he thinks, it's you're not gonna you're 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 not gonna remain as calm as him. You're not gonna have these points that he's gonna have. Right, and then the more fired up you get, the better it is. But that's that's part of like, you know, in the movie, the thi- the parts that are silent are probably the the most telling parts where he gets somebody to be silent. Yeah, you know, through right. his through his way of of like using something like hey these are racist against against uh, Irish people. Right, People right. being like what are you talking about? Don't be so sensitive. Yeah. They're good. They've got they've got heart stars and horseshoes.
0: Did you <laughs> They're uh I was going to do an impression but I'll hold off. Um
1: I'm glad you didn't. I, felt, I wasn't sure what it was going to be but <laughs> Yeah.
0: There was a uh, a recent thing that James O'Keefe did. Uh he got so a lot of folks sent him information, including video. And so there were whistleblowers from IBM and Red Hat. Red Hat's a subsidiary of, of uh, IBM software companies. And so um, James O'Keefe got a hold of this, and he did a story on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, what it was was the president of IBM, I, I assume he was the president, he was in charge of IBM, so he, either the CEO or chairman of the board or whatever, or the president and he's telling his senior staff uh we're not going to hire white people uh, we are going to only hire and we're not going to hire i think Asians also but anyway white people white people bad mm. uh we need to hire more black people more um um you know name your name your race or creed yeah, right gotcha. and um if if they're from um, you know, this kind of part, then we're not gonna we're not interested. And you need to get your numbers up basically mm. uh in hiring, which is literally illegal. Yeah. You can't do that. So uh so he has them on video, he's published it, posted it. And this is within the past uh I'm gonna say two weeks now, maybe three, where he's uh and then of course the guys respond and he's got no leg to stand on because what he's doing is illegal. Yeah. Is a hundred percent illegal. Yeah. Uh, and the guy from Red Hat, the guy is, uh, works for him, but he's in charge of all Red Hat software, uh, was saying echoing the same sentiments. Uh, so it's just it, there are more and more of these whistleblowers coming out because he's enabling that. That's what James O'Keefe is doing. Investigative journalist, but he's also um, exploiting the the, the folks uh, that are tired of being trampled on, yeah, uh, that work in these companies to be whistleblowers and send him information, yeah, 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 gotcha. which is good. I mean, if, if something's illegal, immoral, or unethical, you need to shine a light on that's it. right. And he's able to do that with his platform. He was, uh, he started Project Veritas. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, that's yeah. him. So oh, he started Project heard, Veritas.
1: That must have been where I heard that name because that name sounded familiar. Yeah. Okay.
0: And he also, so Project Veritas didn't like the notoriety he was getting. Mm-hmm. I think they were a little, a little worried about, uh, uh, you know, some legal repercussions. Mm-hmm. And so they whipped up some charges of, about him, which are turning out to be false. And then now Project Veritas is just dying, yeah. fading away. So he started a new media group called the uh, O'Keefe Media Group, OMG. Okay. okay. So uh, so look him up if you're interested. Maybe uh, Abby, the intern, can point you that right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting cat. Um, so um, I think I mentioned this the last time I did News & Note. Military, they're, they're having to fork over money now for... Uh, kicking people out of the Army for not getting their shot.
1: Oh, they're paying people that they kicked out. Yeah, yeah that's good. That,
0: again, that's illegal. It's good, yeah. Can't do that. It's good. Uh, especially because it was, contrary to popular belief, yep. uh, those shots were experimental.
1: Um, I don't know if I want to say this. I'm going to say it. If we don't like it, we'll mark it and cut it out.
0: It's fine. Uh, let's roll with it.
1: Um, There was some talk that in the month of October and November that they were going to roll out more COVID restrictions and they released this earlier that they were talking about this. So that didn't happen. So, which is, I was hoping was the case. So part of me thinks that that was either somebody leaked information to get the pulse of what was going to happen. Right. Or the leaking of it. There's three options that what I just said, uh, they leaked it and then people got fired up and they were like, Oh, it's not going to work or it was not true. And you know, it wasn't going to happen anyway. Right. But either way you could already see like, I didn't have, people had talked to me about being worried about it. I was not worried about it to be honest with you because it was hard enough the first time, like yeah. for a big second of people. But I mean, people were going to not be happy about it again.
0: Oh, even more so.
1: Even Well, well that's what I mean. Yeah. Like it would, this, this time around would have been crazy. So like, uh, that was good because ultimately I truly believe um, you should have a set number. Most people have terrible, they make day to day terrible choices with their health. Right. So continue on to let them do whatever they want to do. If you want to make good choices with your health, bad choices with your health, it should ultimately be up to you. Right. So um, those things shouldn't be needed. No. Uh, if you want to uh, do whatever. So I'm glad that those fizzled out and didn't happen for whatever reason. If it was truly that somebody leaked it and it, 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 totally backfired and and they weren't able to do it because of the backlash or it just never was going to happen i'm glad that that didn't that didn't come to fruition
0: so it, i do remember that and it it spurred a lot of discussion on uh the folks that i follow uh with respect to uh, current events yeah and they um it you know, it's like game one. okay i said i was thinking to myself well i fought this once yeah and i resisted it yeah and, I, and i'm my opinion has not changed it's mm-hmm. even bolstered now, so I'm ready for another one. It would be ugly, and I would uh, there are attributes of it that I would dislike, but I'm like okay, let's go again yeah and the funny thing is okay you remember uh, several weeks ago when I talked about the Stanley Milgram experiments, mm-hmm. and then it was also tied to groupthink. Mm-hmm. There was a set of experiments, uh, and this was Stanley milgram's um, Experiments on authority, but his pro- or his mentor, rather, was a guy named Solomon Ash. Mm-hmm. And Solomon Ash did the conformity experiments. Mm-hmm. And the conformity experiments were, if you recall, they would hire, like, seven actors. And they would bring in one subject. Mm-hmm. The subject was told, um, you know, it, this is a test of, it didn't matter. Like, determining, like, the, the length of a line.
1: Oh, yeah, be, yeah, I remember looking at right. it, yeah.
0: And so the seven actors would would say th- an incorrect answer, and then the last guy, the, the true subject, like 95% of the time he would conform. It might have been 97% of the for time he would you, conform. For
1: those of you listening, if you didn't listen to that episode, basically what Adam's saying is there was, let's call it three lines. One was four inches, one was six inches, and one is eight inches. And you could, on paper, see how much, how the difference in sizes. And they would be like, "What is the biggest line?" And the actors would,
0: actors, or they would like, "Which one matches out of these three yeah.
1: options?" And the, and the actors would be like, "Pick like such a blatantly wrong answer that you that like, you're almost like what?" And then the, that guy that who's not the actor, who's the actual participant, would be like, "Oh crap! Well, they all pick that one. Yeah. I don't want to look. I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to look whatever. I'm going to pick the same thing as that.
0: I'm going to conform." Yeah. And that's uh, that's we, we say that we're independent minded and we say we don't want. Uh, someone to tell us what we do, but yeah. both those experiments completely reject that notion yeah. but so not, let 's just say ninety five percent of the time the that the subject the true uh, subject uh, participant he would conform ninety five percent of the time five percent of the time they would say eh, you guys are all wrong i 'm going to pick this answer yeah. or he would say you just say the answer is a when they were saying c yeah um, but if one of the others or more uh, let's say it was, I think it was just, if just one other per- participant out of those seven actors said the true, r- correct answer, yep. then like 35% of the time, that person the subject would, that. would pick, you know, the one that was obviously the, the right answer. Yeah, gotcha. So just one person standing up and saying, no, I'm not going to do that, bolsters yeah. other folks to say, no, I'm not going to do that. Now, you know, I've looked enough at this data, and um, this guy over here, he's, you know, he's been saying that all along, Mm -hmm. and he didn't make him do it before, so I'm going to say the answer is no. Yeah. I'm not going to take the shot. Yeah. Uh, And that's not a hit on anybody in particular. That's just human nature. Yeah. That's all it is. It's human nature. Uh, So it's best if you look at it, one, look at it like that, Mm -hmm. because we don't want to, like, finger point, say, I can't believe you did that. Um, That's human nature, just like the whole propaganda thing we're talking about with Ukraine. Yeah, uh, we are all subject to it, so let's recognize it amongst ourselves and discuss that, yeah. that that could be a possibility uh, before we start finger-pointing, because now we can start talking about the issue at hand. Like, yeah. why is this group trying to fool us?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think the most important thing, like, if, if all things were the same and, like, there wasn't some underhanded thing, that the, wh- whether what you believed about any course of medication, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you get to decide what you want to do and, and, and it's also important to you that somebody else can decide what they want to do for themselves. A hundred percent. So like if they want to do it, that's great. As long as they can go do it and that's anything they can go do whatever. Yeah. It doesn't have to be medicine. choice of clothing, shoes, whatever. Yeah. But as long as you're, you're free to make your choice, they're free to make their choice. It's everybody's happy. Right. Yep. That's right.
0: That's what our country is based on yep. was individual freedoms. Yeah. Um, and not groups. As soon as you start putting people in groups, then now we start wanting to do funny things. And yeah. that was the whole point of a republic.
1: Did you hear uh, Elon Musk when he uh, he told, who the heck was it? Who was the guy that tried to blackmail him? A big, oh, Disney? Oh, Bob Iger from Bob Disney. Iger. Well, it was Disney. And he yeah. said some pretty aggressive language about, he said, like, you did try to blackmail me with money? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, good um, luck. Yeah, good luck, buddy.
0: Yeah. That's what I, he said, good luck.
1: Yeah, he said good luck, but a bunch more F letters. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So one more thing related to that um, that military pay for uh, for discharging folks, Dr. Pierre Corey, have you ever heard that name? Yes so for the listener, he was a or he is a medical doctor, a physician uh, might be a researcher also, but bottom line is he's, he's, he's a medical doctor that has a practice or had a practice associated with a health care system, and he was looking at the data from ivermectin. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, like, Colin Fallon, like, when you look at the executive summary and the abstract of these papers, it said ivermectin's ineffective. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you recall, ivermectin is not horse paste. It's actually um, a, a derived drug from natural things, uh, from actually a mushroom mm-hmm. uh, discovered in Japan. But anyway, bottom line is it kills bad things, yeah. bad things harmful to your body. And uh, you can't OD on it, literally cannot. Yeah. Um, and so he was looking at the data, and the data did not support their conclusions that they were purporting in the abstract and the executive summary mm-hmm. and in their early charts. So uh, so at any rate, he's been, you know, he, of course, he was ostracized. Sure. Uh, that's crazy. You know, you, you need to get on the bandwagon because yeah. we're going to remove your license. And that's part of the problem with this hierarchy we have with, with uh, any area, including medical doctors. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he had, he wrote an op-ed hopefully it gains some more traction. Uh, and I don't have the reference of where that op ed was published. Uh, I just saw a video of him talking about how he, uh, he produced this op ed based off of an FDA report. But the bottom line is more and more people are dying. Deaths, uh, uh, uh all cause mortality is increasing. Yeah. And in, uh, The age group of 35 to 44, there's been a 26, and this is as of spring, so it takes a while to sort out the data Mm -hmm. and do the analysis. So age group 35 to 44, uh, all-cause mortality or deaths jumped up 26% uh, since Mm -hmm. pre-COVID. So 26% increase all-cause mortality in age group 35 to 44, and in 25 to 34, slightly younger age group, or the next bracket down, an increase of 19%. Uh, all cause, all cause, all cause mortality. Um, so the FDA and their people are saying, "Well, it's got to be smoking or diet." But uh, how much could a diet change, yeah, in three years, um, and smoking change in that amount of time to cause that kind of ra- rapid yeah. increase? Um, you're talking
1: four years, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So let's just say four years. Yeah. Um, so. So he states it's, it's got to be the vaccine because yeah. it doesn't happen when COVID gets introduced. Yeah. Uh, and that's not what you see, um, even as inflated as the numbers were for people that were hospitalized with COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, those numbers were overinflated to get funding. Yeah. Um, um, and so anyway, he says it's got to be the vaccine because mm-hmm. that's where the, th- the numbers start to increase. And that's where you. the right. increases occur. Interesting, though. So I'm I'm I need sure to check out that I'm sure out.
1: they'll look more into that. Uh, they being people in general
0: people like uh, hopefully you all the listener um are uh are looking at that yourself yeah and and judge for yourself because nothing is so complicated that you can't read and do a little study on your own yeah. and determine for yourself what's best for you yeah.
1: it should also be uh, i won't get into that next
0: <laughs> all right uh so i'm gonna line through a couple things so i don't keep beating that up uh, let's jump over to, you remember Russia Gate With, uh, Trump? Yeah. Yeah. So, one of the investigators, um, Christopher McGonigal, I think his name was.
1: Oh, the Harry Potter guy.
0: Uh, or Charles McGonigal. Oh. Um. Some
1: of you get that joke.
0: So, tra- I didn't. Okay. Uh, Professor so
1: McGonigal is a Harry Potter professor. Ah, uh, okay. Separately. Does he, ha- uh,
0: apply, uh, witchcraft? And wizardry. And yes. wizardry. Yes, sorry. yeah. I don't. I can't appreciate the distinction yet.
1: So. Yeah. Well, I think witchcraft is woman womanhood, and wizardry is manhood.
0: What's a warlock then?
1: <sighs> I don't know. That's a good question.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You got me. So. Uh, you Matt Walsh me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, so f he's a, he was an FBI official. He helped investigate uh, Trump for his Russian collusion, the Russian collusion that. I think, due to propaganda that was just push, push, push. He's got to be, you know, the smoking. Uh, you see smoke, there's got to be fire, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Well, uh, Charles McGonigal was just sentenced to four years in prison for, guess what? Colluding with Russia.
1: Oh, that's a shame.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. So this guy was investigating Trump, who ultimately accused him, not Charles McGonigal personally, but the government charged Trump of... Colluding with Russia. Yeah. Well, it turns out one of their investigators was colluding with Russia.
1: Yeah, I think they unequivocally proved that Ru- that Trump was not in collusion with Russia. I think there's some pretty good data that says that that didn't happen. And, <laughs> and that some, there were some people that were like, you know, lying about it. Which That's Which is a true. shocker.
0: But you ask, um, you know, your average everyday citizen to just kind of passively pay attention to what's going on in the news. There's just an assumption that, well, he's got to be crooked. Yeah. I mean, he was a real estate developer in New York, and he was this, and he was that he's
1: probably crooked, but not with Russia, yeah, at least you could say
0: and I mean, he like definitely all these charges, all the arrests, all of that stuff, yeah. and it turns out like it, none of it's true, but the 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 way the the narrative goes is once it gets in there, it just churns and churns and churns yeah. which I is think that's
1: part of the reason what makes uh like that makes Trump so wild when you debate him. Is he says some some stuff, and just like you said, the casual listener, like he knows what he's doing, but like a lot of the times they find out the stuff that like he's he's good at dropping information on people, like in a in a different in a different way. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So it like puts it in people's ears, and like you're all of a sudden you're like, oh, is that is that really true? And you may like look into it. Where like it's just a interesting way that he does it in terms of like especially when he's debating.
0: He he does, and he also especially when he was president. He would say things that would seem utterly bombastic and um, ridiculous and like, oh, this is going to cause trouble. The audience that he was talking to um, on the face, that wasn't the true audience. Yeah. When you look at um, who was that ISIS leader that we sent some special operators in to capture or kill, uh, and he was hiding in Syria, and they sent in a dog after him. He yeah. blew himself up on a suicide vest.
1: Um. I Al Baghdadi, Al Baghdadi,
0: yeah, Al Baghdadi, who was who was literal evil. Yeah, I mean, the things he did to children, uh, drowning, lighting lighting them on fire, mm-hmm. uh, women turn them into sex slaves, just yeah. disturbing, disgusting things. Uh, Drown people in cages, mm-hmm. just just beyond not a the good pit. person. No, not a good person, and uh, and they found him because they will find you. I mean, yeah. with technology and that sort of thing, I'm sure he was taking as many measures as he could. But there's still uh, there's a whole lot of identification you huh. can do with. We gonna get you. Yeah, they're gonna get yeah. you. You can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> yeah, wow. So they found him and went after him with a significant assault force and um, captured or killed him. He was yeah. hiding behind a couple women. Naturally, that's what cowards do. Yeah,
1: that's always yeah,
0: always. And so he what he did was. Trump comes out and, you know, he's the one that's going to announce it. Hmm. And he says some bombastic things. Yeah. And he was like, he was cowering and uh, he was like crying. a little girl. He was crying yeah. like a woman. You know, he was just yeah. saying all these ridiculous things. He wasn't telling that to the American people. He was telling that to anybody that thinks they're brave enough to replace al-Baghdadi. Yeah, that's right. who his audience yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. And so when you start thinking about this guy, this, he's not a dummy. Yeah. He is not a dummy. Um, and, and his communication, it just makes more sense. And the things that he does just seem ridiculous, but he's doing it for a purpose other than what seems the most obvious.
1: If you're a man and you don't know what Trump did to Putin when they shook hands.
0: Oh yeah. You're not a real man.
1: Yeah. If you don't know what he did to him when they just for, uh, you're talking about the pull in that the shape. Yeah. If you don't know what he did to him, like he basically just said, I'm your daddy.
0: Yeah. That's
1: what he said. Like you, like Putin shook his hand. Trump grabbed him, pulled him in close, and like I mean, yeah, that's your like, mind. That's a that's a, a, a show of like if you as a man, if you're listening to this podcast, if anybody tries to do that to you, it's fighting time. Yeah, <laughs> you can't let anybody do that to you. Um, but that's like a subtle. Well, it's not. It's probably subtle to some people, but but not subtle to like, you know, you your dad taught you things, like, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like maybe not be subtle to like. Um, I'm trying to think what the term is. It's like common uh, decency between men. Right. Like that's, you know what I mean? There's some rules. There's some rules. And yeah. if somebody does that to you, they're, they're saying something without saying something.
0: Right. Yeah. So
1: th- I think that's kind of the same thing. He's just doing it with, with a handshake and body language. Right. Being like, you see what's happening right here, right?
0: Right. Yeah. So. Well, like when he pushed everybody out of the way at the NATO uh, yeah. in the Brussels. Yeah. Just like shove everybody out of the way and it gets up front and straightens yeah. his tie and his jacket.
1: You need to listen. Do you ever listen to Shane Gillis? You probably don't.
0: Uh, I've seen some of this he stuff. It's a little crude. For he me.
1: doesn't. Um, uh, he does a skit. I'll send you just a skit where he does the impersonation of, of Trump doing that speech where he comes out. I've seen that. I mean, it's really funny. It yeah. makes me laugh. He's like, <laughs> I don't want to do it. But yeah. I said, why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> he also does a joke where he's like, um, uh, he's like, Trump's the only non-military guy in that room. And he's like, it's probably like a like a kid watching a video game. Like he's like, oh, whoa,
0: <laughs> 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 that's funny.
1: Yeah. All right. Sorry.
0: No, no, that's good. That's uh, that's about it. Uh, the other stuff can wait. Um, I think, uh, I think we'll tie it up there. let well, on uh, a
1: positive note. Yeah. Go ahead. I hope everybody comes to peace with everything.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And the way to do it is for people to kind of look at the lay of the land and not get wrapped up in yeah, and what the what the media and the narrative are trying to tell Do you. know
1: you? what I think we're missing, which I think used to happen? It's just free, like open conversation with people out getting all upset. Yeah. I think people, like younger people, um, equate disagreement in an argument to fighting or hating somebody. Yeah. But that's not the case. Right. Like I think it used to be that you could disagree with somebody and then be friends afterwards. Right. Like you could have... This is going to be shocking to some people, but you used to be able to sit across from dinner tables with your friends who were of opposing political parties and have like conversations and be friends and do all this stuff and have hard conversations. And but I think part part of the problem is we're skipping the hard conversations. We're just ye- like just yelling at each other, yeah, and nonsense and tr- instead of trying like you don't and you don't have to end a conversation with both of you seeing it the same way, yeah. No. You just end a conversation knowing that you both spoke your sides to it. and You can be friends. Agree and, to disagree, you know, and, disagree and move, and move on. on. But that's not the way it is right now.
0: Now, and, you know, hopefully we can grow past this whole, um, you know, I I know the, the following three things about given subject, and we're going to discuss those three things. Mm-hmm. And if you disagree with the rationale and how I got those three things, mm-hmm. then we hate each other, but we just talk about those three things. And then, uh, well, we disagree, but that's okay because – we're here to celebrate Christmas or New Year's yeah. or whatever.
1: Can I give you a very dumbed down example? Sure. It's very dumbed down. And you're going to hate that I bring this example up. You You not You don't. You don't. You're, pre- you're pretty cool with it. But I so badly want aliens to exist. Uh-huh. So badly. And I want to argue anybody on all the things that I've heard or data. But also, like when somebody gives me an example of, of something that they, th- here's a reason why it may not be true. I'm in like, well, it's, it's a good point. Yeah. But I still want it to be true. I still have my opinion on it. But I'm not mad at that person because they think a different way than me. It's just a, a differing opinions, and yeah. I listen to their side, even though I really want this one thing to be true. And it may seem dumb, but I really like it. I like talking about it, and I want it to be true. But I understand that there, it, there, you know, there's a chance that it couldn't be, and there's a chance that somebody sees it differently, and they could be right. But that's the, but that's okay. Yeah. Even though I really want it to be true, really badly.
0: So it's funny you bring that up because we disagree on the whole alien thing. Yeah. And, uh, although I do leave it open, yeah, but y- you wouldn't know it. No. From seeing us interact with each other. Like this isn't fake that we did when we, we did the alien episode, Yeah, it was just like, okay, well, this is what I think. And th- you shared what you think. And we talked about some things mm-hmm. and, and then we got up and we left and yeah. every once in a while, you'll talk about aliens or, Hey, did you see such and such on yeah, the Joe yeah, Rogan yeah. podcast? Yeah. So yeah, people lead to, need to need to be more like you and I dusty. I think that's what you're saying.
1: Good mustache, good beers, and smart brains. That's right. Yeah.
0: Well, on that note, we're going to close it out. We're hoping for world peace. Uh, It is the end of the year, and hope you have a good New Year's Eve uh, this next week and that you'll come back and join us again. What's up?
1: If you have anything that you want us to do in the upcoming year on on, uh, Mishmash Men, or you think a fun uh, resolution for us for the podcast, you should post it on this video. Yeah. Or maybe uh, Instagram. post something for you guys to do. Um, So we've been doing this for... Almost a year. The, this one, when did we start it? Right before Finley was born. Yeah. So, is when we started it. So, that was in March. So, almost a year. We're almost at a year. Um, so, we always get sappy on Christmas and New Year's time because it's super fun. But we've enjoyed it. Yeah. We're going to keep rolling. Uh, if you guys want to see new stuff, let us know. But we hope you all have enjoyed your Christmas. Yeah. And have a very happy New Year. Uh, do something different this year. Better yourself somehow. Yeah. Do all the cool stuff.
0: Just uh, enjoy those conversations with your loved ones. Yep. 100%.
1: And argue. And if you're not right, fight each other. It's
0: just yeah, that's go. Fine. yeah, that's just fine. Just pull them in. The yeah, handshake. Good handshake. Pull them in. Yeah. Or squeeze that. their hand prematurely so you just get the fingers. Yeah, really, That'll teach yeah you them.
1: can break their fingers. It's pretty good. Pretty cool move. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good move.
0: Well, hopefully uh, we'll see you on the flip side in 2024, and we look forward to seeing you again. Thanks. Thanks, guys.